celebrating female role models across our community live from Thomas Carr College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her Live on TCC Live. Welcome everyone live from Thomas Carr College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her Live on TCC Live. My name is Max and my co-hosts today are Rajvi, James and Brad. And today we have a special guest, Lauren Camille. Hi Lauren, welcome to the show. And we're going to ask you a couple of questions about gender opportunities, if you're okay with that. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Um, what is your take on gender opportunities? Um, good question. Very deep question. I think that um, as a woman, gender opportunities has always been probably a little bit of a battle in the sense of a, a sporting context. Um, always picking up sports that are um, male dominant, it has been a little bit challenging, but I do think over time that gender opportunities are definitely improving. So because you said it was kind of like male-dominated society and everything, do you believe that because of your gender it was hard for you to achieve your goals? Um, yes, in some ways definitely. I think that because there isn't a platform as large um, for the women, for women as there is for men, there is a lack of resources. I guess a lack of um, uh, finances. So uh, a bit of my background with sport had to do with boxing and footy. Um, so yeah, to achieve my goals, I guess there were lots of um, lots of things that I needed to do along the way that were extra. Um, one of the things you said that it wasn't a large platform for girls playing sports when they were younger, which also means a lot of the times that I have to do mixed teams. When you were younger, did you ever have to play in a mixed team? And if so, did it make you who you are today? Did it change anything? Yes. Great question. Um, when I was little, I played Auskick. I think I was one of two girls amongst many boys. Um, I then went on to play um, footy with boys up until under 12s. Um, so in some aspects, I guess it does make you a bit stronger, but you're always, I guess, that only girl, or you're the girl that's playing in the boys team that will no longer be able to play anymore. Saying that, that you were the only girl, did you enjoy that? Did it make it better for you? Uh, yes and no, I guess, because it didn't really bother me to take on the boys. I have three brothers of my own, so they kind of... Um, you know, toughened me up and I guess that I backed my ability and skill and I never really was afraid um, to play with the boys. Um, due to with like all these gender inequalities with the football, how were you able to adapt your game or the way you um, participated to um, change the way you were able to incorporate your play throughout the um how were you able to change the way you were able to play against the boys and how were you able to mentally take that on? Yeah. So I guess um, there's always that um, stigma around a girl playing with the boys and quite often the coach or the league would be um, very much, oh, don't tackle the girl and um, however, that was actually annoying. I was like, no, tackle me because if I win the ball, I want to know that I've earned the ball. Um, so I guess that it, it did influence my game in a way that I just love to prove them wrong. And if they weren't going to tackle me, great, give me the field. Like that didn't bother me. Um, but in saying that it, it, it still was, um, yeah, it was still hard at times. Definitely. 
If you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on TCC Live, live from Thomas Carr College in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Max, and my co-hosts today once again are Rajvi, James, and Brad, and our special guest is Lauren talking about gender opportunities. And now, Lauren, you said that you played footy as a kid? Yes. And since you did that, why did you feel the need to, to change fields and like go into teaching to yeah, great question. So, um, unfortunately for women, um, you know, there isn't that that equal, that equal pay as there is in the in men's sport. So, even though I was successful at sport um, at a young age, there was never an opportunity for me to, I guess, continue that as a full time job. And um, I took on a position as a coach. And as a result of that, I really enjoyed teaching, um, you know, uh, young teenagers. And I thought, oh, I need to think about something after sport and I wanted to do teaching. So it was one of those things that you came across and just realised that you liked it? Yeah. yeah. Well, saying that you're also a teacher, so you've obviously had two sort of roles in your life, playing sports and teaching. With these roles, have you ever had any sort of inspiration for both roles or maybe just one particular inspiration? Um, I'm definitely uh, passionate about both roles. So I think the person that I am, I um, just love teaching. Um, so I guess I am passionate about sport and being able to bring that into an education context where I can teach uh, young people, um, you know, about games and skills and um, everything that comes with that, then it's kind of coming at it together. Um, just with that, did you experience any similarities and differences between your sporting environment and the teacher community as well and how you may have been treated between both of them? Great question. Um, so I come from two sports. I come from a boxing background and a football background and both of them are very, very different. Um, so in uh, currently I play women's VFL and that environment has been um, – exceptionally inclusive and the culture there was very, very rich. In the boxing scene, I guess um, it was very male-dominated and quite often you were overlooked um, uh, until you you could prove yourself. And in a teaching aspect, I think that is a very collaborative environment and um, it doesn't always matter if you're a woman or a man teaching. Um, in some aspects, it does, I guess, influence some things, but yeah, very different. Um, you said you played VFL. Yes. Do you have any interest in playing AFL or taking that any further? Yeah, absolutely. I think if that came up, um, it would be a massive bonus and um, I just enjoy playing. It's fun and uh, I don't have any expectations. So whatever comes my way, I'll, yeah, I'll enjoy it. Because you said that you play sport and you're also teaching, you seem to be very successful. Do you have to say anything to our young women today that would aspire to be greater? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it doesn't matter what gender you are, um, and in particular being a young woman, if there is something you're passionate about, go after it. Um, you know, I currently work a full-time job as a teacher and I'm still fulfilling my dream as playing footy. I travel across the city twice a week and play on the weekend. And um, just because you're a woman, it doesn't mean you can't do anything that you want to do. And do you believe that since you're like you're a teacher, you're um, 
you're an athlete as well. You obviously come across like multiple people, multiple kids a day or a week. Do you believe that doing what you do and seeing the, all the kids that you meet, do you think that you've made an impact on someone so much so that they look to you towards inspiration? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, look, I think that there may be um, some students that do look to me for inspiration, but as a teacher in the classroom, I am Miss Camilleri. I'm not yeah. necessarily the athlete taking the field. So I do wear multiple hats and, um, yeah, if I'm inspiring students, that would be a massive achievement because, um, you know, all that I want to do here is empower young people. You're potentially a great person to be inspired from. Did you have any inspirations while you were growing up? Yeah, I think um, I did. I did grow up with three brothers, like you, um, like I said before. And my grandfather was the only sporty person in my family, and um, he migrated from Malta and he played water polo at a very high level. And I was just very um, inspired by him as a person, and I think I took. Um, a part of that and I, yeah, I really wanted to pursue sport and um, I guess make him proud. Did you have any like choice of what you played or did you choose footy over other stuff? Did you ever interest yourself in water polo or swimming more like your grandfather? Yeah, uh, not so much swimming and I did swimming as a kid but I didn't take it up competitively. Um, when I was very, very young at about at the age of five, my dad wanted me to learn how to defend myself. So he put me into jujitsu. Um, so I did have experience in martial arts very young. Um, I wouldn't say that I, I had much of a choice there, but I did enjoy it because my brothers were doing it as well. And then, yes, I wanted to play football and my parents um, put me into Auskick. Uh, how do you believe that you may have adapted if you didn't have those three brothers or your grandfather wasn't such a sporty? How do you believe you would have maybe come into sport or maybe what you would have turned out to be like? Yeah, I think um, probably, you know, friendship groups or my surroundings would have influenced me to join a sport. Um, back when I was in primary school, I had friends that were very active and a part of um, sporting groups. So I think if I didn't have my brothers or my grandfather, I somehow would have found my way into sport. Um, with your brothers and your grandfather and your and um your sporty background, would if they if you had the chance to, would you change anything or try to fix things to go back to change things how how things would have ended up? No, I don't think um I would change anything. I mean, um. I, I don't know any different really. Um, there were maybe moments I wished that it wasn't hard to be a girl, but I think it's made me who I am today and it's definitely made me more resilient and um, have an ability to, you know, help the younger generation. Great. <laughs> I have another question for you. Um, for younger generations in terms of behaviour, and topics of equality and opportunity, what would you give specific advice to young males? Yeah, I think that um, young males uh, need to adopt that attitude that um, they if treat others how they would like to be treated and whether that is a young girl, a woman, a young boy or a man um, and also know that um, – they deserve 
to be treated fairly and to also take up any opportunities that come their way that may be female um, dominated also. But I think what's important is to take that first step in leading the way. So if you're a young male, don't, don't hide behind your friends, stand up and correct that um, incorrect behaviour and don't be afraid to change the way. Um, if like when you like were growing up and like and developing like your athletic skill and becoming a teacher as well, did you ever like face any hardships like that were like because of your gender, like you any setbacks that you might have fa- might have faced? Yeah, I think um, when I got into boxing, I was working three jobs. I was paying a gym membership and um, yeah, as well as training five nights a week. And I think that um, if I were to be male, that wouldn't be the case. I would have been able to um, get sponsorship and financial support to to help with that dream. Um, so, yeah. So just quickly, what is one thing that you believe would leave a positive impact on gender opportunities? I think that... Um, I definitely believe that I'm an example uh, against the odds in the sense that I've done things that I shouldn't be doing. Um, I grew up playing male-dominant sport probably better than some of the boys and um, I, uh, I'm i not that typical woman who has just settled to, you know, be that stereotype of a housewife or um, – I'm not afraid to go after what I want. So I think that I've always just followed my heart and um, as a result, I've um, chosen my happiness over what I should be doing. That is good to hear. Miss Kamali, I just met you like five minutes ago and I can already tell that you are an amazing person. You are a great role model and the people that you meet on a daily basis are really lucky to know you. But sadly, sadly, that is all the time that we have today. So thank you. Miss Kamalu for coming in today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Live from Thomas Carl College in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Be Like Her Live on TCC Live. My name is Max and my co-host today are, were James Rasby and Brad. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you. Celebrating female role models across our community, Live from Thomas Carr College in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on TCC Live.